Hello everyone, uh, I have an announcement to make before we start the actual episode. The thing is, this episode is dedicated to Tool and to some Tool stories that I have. And also a review of sorts, not that I really believe in reviews, but a review of sorts of the last show that I saw of Tool uh, that was uh, the closer for, in Lisbon, for the... Um, the European leg of their world tour this year in 2019. So if you're not aware of, <laughs> of the year that it is, if you're a Tool fan, you're probably very much aware of the year that it is right now, unless you're listening to this in the future. Again, I'm straying off immediately from my initial uh, goal, <laughs> which was to explain what's going on. Okay, so what's going to happen? The thing is that about a month ago, I recorded uh, I recorded um, this uh, review and lots of stories and the actual proper episode of the Major Things podcast. Uh, but then um, I had to take some time off. And then afterwards, I did this prelude that's been recorded. And, um, and this was two weeks ago. So explaining why ha why I had uh, delayed the, the publication of this. So what I'm doing now is another prelude, <laughs> another preamble, uh, because I had to go on vacation. I had to go on vacation after... I had to go uh, to this uh, festival called Petit Stukore, and um, we had to uh, record a, a lot of new uh, episodes of the show with um, Avi Buffalo and Stella Donnelly and uh, lots of tal talented people over there. So there's plenty of episodes coming up in the future, uh, Avi, I said Avi Buffalo, it's Avi Buffalo. Uh, apologies to Avi, who is a great guy. Okay, so um, basically, I had to go to this festival, which was up north and took uh, a long time because uh, it's um, plenty of days. And then afterwards, I had to go straight to my vacation time because we barely have any during the year. So uh, I had to go straight to my vacation time and I had no way to publish this episode. And I just got back. Uh, so the thing is, I'm not going to go um, review everything that I went, <laughs> that I recorded previously. So there's no guests on this this episode for the, the for the first time ever. Uh, for the first time ever, there's no episode, there's no guests on the Made of Things podcast. So um, it's an hour long, but I think that if you're a Tool fan, it's interesting and you can relate to what you're going to listen to. So the thing is that um, the reason why I'm not going back and re to review and like edit a lot of stuff is that, uh, or well, I never edit a lot of stuff, just edit a little, uh, is that um, just removing stuff that doesn't matter and stuff like that. Um, the thing is that the um, tool, uh, that the new album, the, tune, uh, the, the, the new uh, t uh, tool album, I, I'm very tired because I just got back from, from, from my trip, but uh, it comes out tomorrow or it in, really in a couple of hours because it's tomorrow is already here uh, today as I'm recording. So it's already the 30th of August and the new um, tool album is out. So mind you, that when I'm when you're going to listen to the proper episode and the first 
preamble, which is actually the second preamble, being this being the first preamble, is that um, I had uh, I had I haven't still to, to, to now uh, to this moment I haven't listened to the new album because it's not out yet. Um, I could wait a couple of hours, but I'm not going to because this is let's uh, let's say that it's release adjacent. So uh, we'll speak about the album in another, you know, much shorter, I would hope, uh, episode uh, or another episode with someone else. I don't know. I'll speak about the album when I speak about the album. So uh, I have to probably probably take it in and stuff uh, until until I'm able to speak about the album. But OK, so. This is the end of the first preamble. It's what you're going to listen to next is the second preamble, which is relevant on its own, and then the proper episode, which is like me rambling for an hour, uh, speaking about um, mostly uh, you know tool stories, mostly the, the 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 that I have because I've interviewed Danny and I've uh, I've been physically uh, you know uh, standing close to uh, Maynard and Adam um, and. Uh, so, and and I have plenty of tool, tool stories and related bands that are related to Tool. Not plenty, but just a few. Um, and I ramble on for a while, but I find them kind of cool to to know. So consider you guys um, consider yourselves. You guys consider yourselves my friends, and I'm talking to you, um, telling you about stories that. I have from my professional and uh, personal experience um, regarding stuff that you like and you might want to know. Uh, okay, so yeah, let's move on. And if this is confusing, first off, I apologize. Secondly, sorry, not sorry, because I love confusing. So <laughs> confusing is interesting. So most of the time. So if you're offended by confusion, stop right now. Go do something else entirely. Um, <laughs> because this is the first preamble which is actually the second preamble so there's it's going to lead into another preamble and then me rambling on about tool for a while but yeah but you know thoughts on the last show of the tour in lisbon and uh and the early early july so almost two months ago but yeah still valid um and uh that's it so i hope you guys enjoy so bye bye and hello again Welcome. Uh, this is actually a pre-intro to the Made of Things podcast, to the new episode of the Made of Things podcast, in which I am going to uh, speak about the the last time I saw Tool about uh, a couple uh, a month or so ago, and uh, this was actually recorded, not what you're listening to now. I'm recording this pretty much a couple of hours in advance of what you're. Uh, uh, listening to or the publication date really and uh the thing is i went on uh, i went on vacation and uh in the meantime for like a week i know and uh i I had recorded something that i planned to um to to publish before i went 
But what happened was um, I really needed like a few days off. It's not like a week of vacation, like five days or something. And I decided, well, it's been almost a month or so, so it's not going to hurt it very much uh, that it's going to be belated for a week. So, yeah, so basically this is my review of the past month's um, tool show that I watched. It was like the fourth or fifth time that I watched them. I uh, saw them live and uh, I've interviewed Danny in the past. So if you want, please let me know. Uh, I can unearth that, uh, that interview from 2006. Also, what you're going to listen to now uh, includes some, you know, a lot of stories um, by uh, by myself <laughs> regarding Tool, my my relationship with the, the music of the band, and uh, and having met them, and uh, somewhat, and uh, some related bands, and uh, uh, such as Mastodon, who have been on the show, and King Crimson, who have been on the show. So I hope this uh, interests you. It's a bit of a ramble. I, I go on for like an hour or something but it's there's a lot of there's a lot of info there and a lot of considerations on uh, on on these things also i should mention that uh, one reason that i delayed this is the, that the i immediately when i went on vacation uh the day after they uh, the band tool uh, posted of um Fear Inoculum, the title track of the new album, and I couldn't listen to it because I was away and didn't have really, you know, much internet access. So I had to wait a while, and um, and so I delayed this because I wanted to at least let you know my thoughts on the track. And this is going in now before the rest of the thing. So please consider that when I do the proper intro, uh, I hadn't heard um, Fear Inoculum, the track, because it hadn't come. Out. So basically, my idea—I'll keep this short—and uh, basically, my idea is that uh, *Fear Inoculum* is very much welcome. I think from maybe the three tracks that I've heard is the one I like the best, um, and it goes on for ten minutes. And I think it's quintessential Tool. I think that's very important that Tool sounds like Tool. Also, but it's also very important for bands to grow. We have to let our artists, the art, the artists that we like, grow and do different things. So it's it's good that it's unexpected, and it's good that we don't understand it, or if we don't understand it immediately. And I find that Tool is a band that is much like uh, a lot of prog, and I'll go into this in more depth uh, once the proper the episode proper begins. Um, but I think that the sort of, uh, of you know prog lends itself to several listens before you re it really clicks. And as a musician myself, I'll. I'll, it's, it's been taking, you know, throughout the years, it's been taking less and less time to understand a piece of music. And it's always fascinating when I don't. So I heard Fear Inoculum, I heard some sorts of classic tool, you know, riffs and breaks and or sorts of riffs and breaks and ideas that are definitely tool elements, uh, especially drumming, especially guitar, um, passage -wise, passages wise as well. I 
feel that um, Maynard is shouting less and singing more. And I uh, and that uh, that was definitely an element of Tool, uh, the shouting aspects of Maynard. But you know, I'll, again, I'll get into this later on. But uh, this is what I feel from the track. I feel that it's I need to listen to it more. But uh, at first listen, it's uh, uh, already pretty powerful, and uh, it's rather beautiful. And it it builds up on their own on their legacy i feel i feel that it's uh it's it's just something that needs to be listened to more and more again and uh and um I listened to I heard Ten Thousand Days and uh, and uh, it's also that album also took me a while um, to and then I eventually really 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 loved it but I'll get into that uh, with in more detail later on uh, that's basically my first my first opinion on the track um, I just think it's I know very well produced very well played for sure they're 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 I've just seen them live they they sound awesome so no surprise there and um yeah uh i'm i'm once i pay more attention to lyrics i'm sure it's going to pack a punch more than the initial idea and uh yeah uh, this is very promising and uh and uh it's a few steps f forward you know it's never going to be when whenever you you're you're 13 years waiting for something it's an eventual letdown but because the expectation is you know you can never, you know, you can never go uh, and reach that expectation, or at least equal that expectations. Not, not never, but it's extremely hard. So, you know, for for a band to take this long, we'll see. Tool are pretty special. Tool, are, uh, Tool are a band that are very intelligent, that is very intelligent, and uh, I'm pretty sure that you know. We'll see. We'll have to see. It's 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 way too soon to. It's too close to call. It's too it's too too soon too soon. But I hope they do rock out more than they have in these three tracks that are already known because we all love our little bit of metal, don't we? Um, so yeah. So I'll, after this, I'll say bye bye and hello again with the proper intro. Bye bye and hello again with the proper intro. Welcome to the Made of Things podcast number 79. I am your host, Antonio. Welcome to another episode. And uh, these are two short episodes uh, in a relatively short uh, time frame, I would say, comparatively to the last time we spoke in English, at least, which is, uh, I think, a five month long period, maybe. And because uh, mostly we've been uh, focusing on the video interviews on YouTube and other side projects that are still to be announced in terms of the Made of Things universe of projects and activities that Nono and I are doing. Okay, so guys, you're probably listening to this randomly because uh, we don't have a guest this time, which is, I think, I think the Possibly the first time this ever happened on, I didn't uh, on I, I would I was gonna say, I was gonna say I don't even know how many 
episodes, but I do. It's 78 episodes. So on the 79th episode, we don't really have a guest or at all. We don't have a guest at all. But uh, about a month ago, Tool finished their uh, European leg of shows in terms of uh, their worldwide tour before the release of the new album, which uh, comes out on August 30th of this year and not another year, <laughs> not another year. And um, I would I um, you know, I've been a fan of, uh, of Tool for a very long time. I bought Undertow, I think I was 12. If that checks out, I can't remember if Undertow was 94 or 93. But um, I think, well, if I, if I bought it in 93, I think I bought it in 93. I must have been 12. That's what I recall. If I bought it in 94, then I was 13. So either or, I was still really young and uh, loved um, Intolerance and, uh, and, uh, and, um, Sober, of course, those, you know, videos that you saw on uh, on MTV late at night and um, <clears throat> excuse me and uh, they were very impressive and uh, obviously the music was super cool and super different and immediately just struck you and uh, so and after a while I stopped listening to to Tool for a while and there was another song from off of undertow oh undertow the title track title track was awesome uh, that that's it exactly and um so so for for a few years i i didn't listen to tool i was there rather early on ish comparatively to their long career uh obviously not on their first release but uh but since undertow and uh and i was you know a young dude and um and i quit listening to Tool for a while because I was really into pro uh, first off indie rock uh, in the mid 90s and then I had a, this stint of three or four years just really not listening to anything or barely anything I wouldn't say anything but like barely anything else other than prog rock and the classics and classic adjacent you know so like uh, Genesis yes King Crimson, and uh, by the time I was I was into King Crimson, and obviously solo works of those musicians, and uh, side projects and stuff like that. And um, I, by the time I was uh, I was heavily into King Crimson, so this was like around two thousand two thousand one. Tool uh, released Lateralis, so I skipped Anima completely. And went straightly straight into. I heard Schism on TV and was like, "Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> we are back." So Tool is amazing, and um, and for some reason I did. I I had caught Anima on TV or something, uh, but or I, I remember on um, Wawa, which was um, uh, an. Um, a German music uh, show on, uh, or an alternative music show on a German network that was Viva. And this show was, excuse me, let me just check something. Okay, I'm leaving this in. I don't care. I hope you guys don't either. Uh, but uh, this was a show on Wawa. A show on Viva, I'm sorry. This is late at night. And, uh, <clears throat> oh, a lot of mishaps over here happening. But uh, keeping it real, guys, this is... 
with all the without the bells and whistles <laughs> oh, okay but so um those those videos were on wawa i think but i didn't p p really pay attention you know just like i'll listen to it to this later and then i didn't uh but then i heard schism and and i was really already into a lot of odd time signatures and stuff like that by then uh which i already was anyway i've always been but you know by by then by 2001 i already had musical knowledge enough to enough point or to enough of a degree that I immediately know how to count, you know, how, how, when, you know, there's a not time signature and I can count, you know, compasses and stuff like that and uh, meters and stuff like that. So immediately like schisms and a bunch of odd, odd time signatures and only like recently with the, with the Rick Beato videos and stuff like that, I can really, really, really understand what's going on. But, you know, generally, no, I thought it was, I've always thought it was like 11 or something, but no, it changes time signatures a lot and uh but schism got me back into tool and uh so then i listened to anima afterwards and uh you know then 10,000 days uh i was already working uh on the this um on this uh on this area of work on this line of work i was already in this line of work and uh, i interviewed um I, sony uh, sony sent me uh already they don't send records anymore guys because no one does but uh sony sent me 2000 days uh, 10,000 days i'm sorry i'm sorry um <clears throat> Um, I, uh, so I listened to it and it didn't hit me immediately as all the other records, but as a good prog record, which is, which is what it is, it's, it's prog guys, you know, immediately it's not, it's, it was hard to, to understand, like, not that it was necessarily hard to, 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 to grasp musically, it was just which it is but anyway <clears throat> you know but it's not it's it didn't sink into me uh until i heard it like for the i, I don't know maybe seventh or eighth time i think maybe or like the tenth time time really and then it clicked and then it's it's really deep because sonically ten thousand days isn't as obvious as the other records in terms of of uh, it's like more 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 limited sonically it's like it exists more in a, like the palette of sounds is smaller and it's a shorter range of uh, of sounds but then the, the, which that that makes the 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 um, this is my opinion at least that makes the the effect of it you know you have to listen to the differences you have to re-listen, keep listening and listening and listening until the differences become more apparent. And then the pleasure you get from it is really rewarding, you know. And that's that's really, that's really I think, what a good prog record, not to classify stuff as prog or not prog, but usually prog records or, or that are described as prog have that, you know. The first time I listened to King Crimson, I hated it. Really, I, uh, apart from Schizoid Man, which is like a really rockin' track, I thought that the rest of it was really kind of ugly, you know, and it is. But 
then it isn't because the beauty of it is it is in its difference and in its intensity and its kind of obliqueness and uh, of and and it's then it's really gorgeous it's not like genesis gorgeous or even uh yes gorgeous but i kind of i think like king crimson more than i like yes and genesis and yet genesis like and, and i'm talking about you know not all of yes like yes has some stuff that i really don't enjoy but uh but uh i th yes at its best you know and genesis at its best and genesis has more of its best than yes has its best and king crimson is all around cool all the time so you know but it then when it's for instance obviously beautiful it's less obviously beautiful than these other bands that make gorgeous things and king crimson is not necessarily about being gorgeous it has really you know i can understand i can tell you like very very uh like uh for instance uh night watch is an amazing this will relate to tool fans because tool fans will a lot of them will know king crimson because they're fans of tour together you know uh, to, they're fans of each other you know heavily influenced uh uh tool in many ways but uh yeah by then um so you know a, a lot of a lot a lot of a lot of really gorgeous things uh, th gorgeous things happen uh or gorgeous songs are 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 in or at least happen in the music of king crimson which is more dedicated to being i guess evil you know which also happens in genesis sometimes uh return of the giant hogweed for instance Watcher of the Skies, for instance, some bits of uh, of um, suppers suppers ready, I would say, um, are evil, but not you know King Crimson evil. Anyway, we're straying off the point, but that's uh, you know uh, my point was that King Crimson took a while to get into, as you know, yes, albums took a while to get into, and also, uh, for instance. My first, my first foray into, uh, into Prague, I would say, was like I'm, you know, no one's putting out anything at the moment. This is like ninety, late ninety seven, apart from you know, I don't know, from I was hooked on the late, latest Pavement record at the time, um, and uh, and listening to Pavement, I think, uh, a lot. So like, but like late, uh, late ninety seven, and uh, on top of that. I thought like, okay, apart from this, there's really nothing else that I'm listening to uh, at the moment. So it's like Pavement, I know Sebado, I don't know, like all those those bands in 97, but like turn to 98. And I was like, okay, so I'm kind of, I kind of need something else now as well. Uh, so I turned to my, my uh, this is turning to my backstory <laughs> of, of my musical taste kind of, but um, we'll get to Tool, don't worry. This is about Tool, really, uh, and, and I already was listening to Tool back then. So, uh, but uh, I was uh, I went to my uncle's record collection, and without having him, uh, you know, push any record onto me, uh, I actively sought out my uncle and said, uh, "Who's a who's a, a professor, professional musician?" And active and still t today is uh, is a, a part of a popular band over here in Portugal. Is um, um, I asked him, okay, so about these records of the bands that you love, like these Genesis records and Yes records and all of that. What do you recommend? What like wh where should I? What's like the best, I guess, and what should I listen to? And he went like, uh, I would say my favorite record of Genesis is Limelight on Broadway. So you you try that. 
and you give, for instance, fragile, uh, you know, yes is fragile, a uh, listen, and King Crimson, I have these 80s things, but maybe you want to try this best of collection or something uh, that was around. I don't remember the name of the, the of the collection, but it was an, a, like a, a an early 90s like best of kind of uh, which was weird which is which, which is weird but uh, with a band like King Crimson it's kind of like it's not a bad idea because you kind of get a taste of all the very different generations that they have okay so um so I started with Lamb and I listened to Lamb and I had the experience, and it's a double album, and I had the experience of not remembering one song. And we're talking about someone that's, you know, myself, I think I have, uh, I've, I, I, I was born with kind of like a musical memory, you know, um, and the musical sensibility, that's for sure. My mom told me this the other day, by the way. I'm going to tell you this. Okay, so, <clears throat> excuse me, wow. My, um... I, I, my, my mom told me this like a few years ago, not the other day, but a few years ago and I said, how do I, how am I finding out about this now? <laughs> Which is, uh, oh, you used to, because we were speaking about as, as a baby, if I had, I was difficult to fall asleep or not. And my mom said like, not falling asleep was a chore but uh it seemed like uh for a while you only managed to fall asleep you know dad would rock you in, in his arms while dancing and you'd fall asleep only if you listened to marvin gay uh, and not any other and not anyone else not anyone else's music and not any other music so only Marvin Gaye so <laughs> even as a baby I was already very kind of picky <laughs> so with what I apparently what I wanted or not um, and uh, I don't even listen to Motown that much anymore or at all or haven't for a very long time but, um, but yeah apparently only Marvin Gaye for me fantastic uh, but uh, okay, so I was already kind. Of, I've, I've was already. Um, <clears throat> my mouth is dry. I apologize, guys, if you're suffering. Uh, but um, my um, to the point. Okay, so my um, my musical ear was already developed, but was still developing and uh, wasn't really really accustomed to Prague. And that's a thing with Prague, though, and a lot of Tool, for instance. Uh, like tool isn't it is seems to be more accessible than it is and then by seeming more accessible than it automatically becomes more accessible and it's a really popular band but a lot of people with good taste don't understand how tool is amazing so because tool for some reason i don't know why uh, why why this is i mean i kind of can understand because there's some connection to new metal and stuff like that but it's kind of criminal to to like put them in the new metal category because it's it's very much a band that sounds like nothing else first off and uh it really is kind of an ignorant comment if you despise all the musicality that is in tool and that's not something if it's your thing that to 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 say that uh to to dismiss tool because it's not catchy because you like tunes to be like three minutes long and whatever and just like jumpy then it's your thing you know 
everyone has their t- their own taste no judging but if you're going to say the tool are like corny and cheesy and stuff like that which they aren't at all you know there's like there's really lot not absolutely uh no cheese in terms of it isn't you know cheesy at all it's kind of ignorant to say that because it's musically has it's 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 in very good taste guys uh it's uh musical language of tool is is really in, in very very good taste because that and that has to do with music and not has and doesn't have to do with global aesthetics so global aesthetics i can understand they're kind of broad uh because they're like uh you know focused on anger focused on darkness focused on uh, anxiety focused on i don't know stuff a lot of stuff like but that's those are feelings that are covered by a lot of art like limp biscuit are not particularly good and had like they were angry at stuff and you can and the, the feeling is the same you have how many feelings do you have i haven't counted i have i i, I don't know what how many feelings do you have like 20 in general <laughs> i don't know but um how many emojis are there we're just describing feelings like 30 or 40 that's that's kind of a limited palette you know in terms of range of what you know how many songs how many songs are different about love like you can have all like the worst song ever and the best song ever about love or about anger or whatever so it's not because they're they're kind of you know I don't think it's the emotions. It's it, uh, it might be the global aesthetics and the appearance of being simple. And it isn't, guys. It's something that you should... Uh, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm speaking to Tool fans who already get the band. But I'm helping you to tell your friends, really, in terms of argument. Okay, so <laughs> I guess I'm doing my own my, my thing. Okay, so I think um, when I get into Tool... We're speaking about 10,000 days and all of this. Uh, and 2,000 days back then, it took a while to, to get, you know... It took a while to to sink its claws into me, but then it did, and then it's awesome. But my, I think my favorite my favorite record is Lateralis, either way. But I uh, in back in two thousand six, I had uh, I interviewed Danny. Yes, I did. Uh, I'm I might put this up. I might put Danny on. It was for another media, not my own channel, and it was exclusively because Tool don't, or at least didn't do any video interviews back then. Um, but this was 2006, so it's like 13 years ago, and um, Tool came here to play the same place they played this time. Now it's called Alti Serena, but um, uh, Alti Altis uh, Altis. Because I, I I know how to pronounce Altis in English, but whatever Altis Arena. Um, and it was called Pavilion Atlantico, which is catchier, I guess, now. But it's the Altis Arena. Altis Arena. Um, but, yeah. So, but it was called Pavilion Atlantico back then, I think. And Macedon opened. Yeah. So, that yeah, that was amazing. Uh, Macedon Tool. And uh, Macedon, who I've been on the show twice. Oh, well, not on Made of Things, but the previous Made of Things. Previous form of Made of Things. But, yeah, I might I might put up... We'll see. I might put up the, the, the Danny interview. Uh, it was more interviewee than, um, than uh, I think... Uh, then I think I'm sure then our uh, current registry register of uh, or style of interview which isn't 
<laughs> an interview but uh or it is in a very uh um broad sense of the word okay so moving on anyway i was i'm a long time tool fan i've seen them a few times i think why about four or five i think there was uh, what this was was i like the fifth okay so tools tool live story time and the point of this is i'm going to do a review but the, the, the name of the episode will say tool show review last you know i don't know last show of the european tour review or something i don't really believe in reviews because wherever you are in the show if you're like 10 feet away uh, you might have a completely different experience because it depends on the people around you are speaking too loudly if there's fucking phones and uh, tool shows have no phones but uh until I'll, i'll speak about that later but um tool shows have no phones so there's no phones but i don't know uh, even just like the sa- the sound the way it hits you what you're able to see uh if uh, i don't know if if, uh, if you want to jump around or not and um yeah so reviews aren't really something to believe in so this is just my my you know my own experience and that's why i'm reproducing this on uh on uh, or selling it to you guys on here this here podcast Mm -hmm. okay so just a quick recap how how long can i can i speak about tool uh, i apparently 22 minutes and not even get to the subject okay (laughs) but um okay so we were i saw tool first off i saw tool i think in 2002 2002 for the Ausf- uh, in the Ausfest tour this was in a really 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 gorgeous venue which is the Gestelo stadium the Bolognese stadium over here in Lisbon which faces the river like one of the the stalls does not exist one of the it's just like faces the river like the the stadium only has three parts and one of them just faces the river and we were speaking i think late june or early july which is a date that tool used to usually play over here in portugal i think i think most of them were in july yeah this might have been been june or late may i don't i don't remember it's been a long time but it's i think i think this was like late june early july so summer and um and it was gorgeous and this was the lateralis tour so i fully remember first off i fully remember uh maynard being covered oh first off by the way okay this was Ozfest, and ozzy cancelled because he had the queen's jubilee so i love ozzy and i i i just saw ozzy live on his goodbye tour a year ago with judas priest who were on the show you know ian we interviewed ian he was on the show so check that out if you want it's on up on youtube and um and uh so because it was judas priest and ozzy so nothing against ozzy but i really wanted to see a full set of tool and because uh, i had never seen them before and uh, and i because i had seen a perfect circle i think no this was later Perfect Circle was 2003, I think. Okay, because it's not the same band, obviously, but uh, I'd never seen Maynard live. Yeah, absolutely. I'd never seen Maynard, and I'd never seen Tool live. And this was 2002 at uh, Ozfest in Portugal, and Ozzy couldn't come. So, first off, I was excited because Tool played a full show. 
Slayer played before and I've seen Slayer be awesome but this time they sucked for some reason I don't know and I had to so I had to bear with that and uh, and I had to bear with uh, I had to you know uh, <laughs> resist the bad Slayer show and um, and withstand also uh, Kitty performance, which which was I I don't even remember how Kitty was. Uh, they were not good, I think, as far as I remember. But okay, so a lot of unfortunately not very good shows, and then a full set of Tool. So this was, you know, dusk, and uh, not. Uh, it was like the sunset and then dusk and then night but it was uh it was hot and um maynard was so this was a full set first off the day the decor was amazing the visuals were amazing uh really gorgeous by the time you know by the 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 uh, the um, by the you know the 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 same standard i would say as uh or top standard oh i don't know the top tier of the standard i guess of the um, of the lateralis tour and maynard immediately he was fully shaved f i th almost fully naked painted like electric blue with pink fluorescent dots on his chakras i think so this was a weird thing you know like this unusual or at least unexpected really unexpected thing another unexpected thing that i had no idea is that um and all everyone knows this now but uh uh, the, the setup of the stage was Adam up front, like guitar player up front, Maynard in the back, in the like in the stand, like in this not in the stand, like in this platform. Um, then Danny, the drummer, on another platform, like up high and like more to the back, and uh, Justin uh, down to the right if you're facing, so the bass player. Okay, so lead instruments in Tool which I've always figured at the time to be, you know, some stuff is obviously led by bass lines and led by guitar lines, but I think that the lead, it, at least how it feels like in Tool, are, is the vocals and the drums. It's a weird uh, dynamic uh, in terms of, oh, it's at least an uncommon dynamic, even though, even if the song is, you know, is driven by a riff, I think that the, the expressive um, flowy elements of the, of the music are the vocals and the drums, are the ones that can shift around more without it being... Like guitar plays, Adam's guitar plays a more rhythmic role in Tool's music than the usual guitar does in any any other music. Like the rhythm section is really, or has been until recently, uh, we'll get to that. Um, today oh, hopefully <laughs> but um uh, the i think i would guess the um my opinion is i would say that's what i mean etc <laughs> but the, the the guitar and the bass are the really the the rhythmic elements of tool and the ones that, that have to keep in time and stuff like that um you know you know what i mean not keeping time but you know like the mainstays of of or the driving forces not necessarily the leads though Okay, so uh, this was the first surprise that I had. 
uh, and uh, the show was amazing and unforgettable. And I think still to this day, I think my favorite show of all time, if not if not my favorite show, at least the top three of my favorite shows of all time, because I've seen Crimson, you know. <laughs> so it's uh, and uh, it's and I've seen seen Dillinger Escape Plan, and I've seen I don't know, guys. I've seen a lot of it's. So this is a this is a, a not a hyperbole. This is or at least not an exaggeration. It is it's like one of the best shows I've ever seen that that first tool show and then so I think that's very hard to beat still even to this day and the new show is really good okay so the other time I see I saw the guys was at Superbox Superrock over here Macedon were also on the bill I think um, this was 2006 so it's 2002, 2006, uh, on the European tour. Not the, you know, it was still an amazing show, but not the best show because it was um, this already with the, the 2000, uh, the t I, ah, ah, 10,000 days um, material. But I don't think it was the best show that I've seen. Possibly the least good, but still very, very good. And then a few months later, they come back to Portugal to play. So this is also in July by the way and then back in november they come to um later in the year they come back to portugal in november to, with mastodon to play uh the same venue that they played this time so this was still 2006 so i hadn't seen the guys since then and uh so that's so this time was my fourth show this was on july the 2nd and it was the last uh i'm talking about this show this year which the one i'm going to speak about and um i think that globally I'll tell you, the, I'll go through the, the lineup, the, the set list, but uh, I think globally, immediately, what you see is that, um, oh, by the way, regarding the previous show, they had, they incorporated, uh, which they couldn't in, in the, the festival version of the, the show, but in the, in the, in the, the indoors version of the show uh, in 2006 they already had uh, the visuals of uh, of lasers that are in time with songs like um vicarious which is really really you know exciting to see you know like the songs are already amazing but when you see all the the the, 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 the lasers that go like i don't know 500 meters uh, like a mile you know a mile a mile long the lasers are a mile long and then they cross with each other and it's all in time you know like in keeping in time with with the songs it's really impressive and it really works really really works but they still have that was they still have they'll have those you know so uh so seeing this this time um that's the first thing like the laser is still there not and not overused which is cool uh the setup is still the same it's the classic tool um you know like maynard danny in the back and uh, adam and um adam and justin up front onto the sides but the main dynamics the difference here is i think that adam now and i hinted at it a, a few minutes ago but i think that adam kind of is taking a more of a lead uh, uh, lead uh, role in the in the 
in the band i think not I, i'm not talking again about not i'm not talking about composition or the, the driving force of riffs because that's pretty much between justin and adam and has always been but i'm talking about the lead aspects i'm talking about kind of letting it breathe more um kind of um you know getting uh more upfront with what you're doing if that's if you know what I mean because Maynard does that with a voice Danny certainly does that with the drumming uh, and Adam is doing this more now which is really interesting really interesting and it's kind of like uh, I thought of this myself I'm not sure if you guys agree please comment if you're watching this on YouTube for instance or leave a review on iTunes because it always helps thank you so much but um, you know that's that's a difference that I, I myself feel that is true, you know, because I've watched them, I've seen them enough, and I know enough, uh, which is more than enough. But I, I I know enough to see like these small differences, and I think, at least in my my opinion, is that this is the new dynamics, uh, which seem the same, aren't the same. I think that Adam is playing more of a lead role in this style of playing and this certainly happens on the new songs like the new songs i think are telling of a difference in dynamics and it's a difference in dynamics not necessarily in the, an aesthetic like musical difference it's it's obviously music but not like i mean in terms of notes and in terms of of palette it's not in terms of palette it's a change in dynamics it's just it's just a, a, a change of really energy of the elements in the band so there's more adam now that's what i think and more more adam's presence not necessarily more guitar just like more adam's presence more of adam's presence that's what i think so you guys please discuss if you want uh, i'll i'll be here all night if you want to discuss this i think we're really i think this might be like 30 minutes in now 34 fantastic okay good okay so about the set list no no, it's not about setlist. So Justin was Justin, you know. Um, this kind of felt like um, I don't. I've I uh, didn't feel very different in terms of Justin. Didn't feel very different in terms of of Danny. Danny is Danny and plays awesomely like Danny. And uh, Maynard, I think, is just he is singing. I think technically better. And the the beautiful parts I think might be more beautifully sung in terms of 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 the 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 way his voice flows, but um, the the thing with Tool and with Maynard really all the time was that. Um, the, he alternates the beautiful parts with the the singy shouty uh, singy shouty the the shouting parts, and that's really tough to do as a performer. And uh, you know, Maynard is not getting any younger, and uh, I totally understand if he's not shouting the the things. So I think the the, the more difficult parts, and um, that's the, the big difference. You know, he avoids it. You know, with much elegance, I would say. You know, like because he goes into falsettos instead of sh of you know shouting the harder the 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 the, the higher notes, and because um, he seemed to do that effortlessly, but I'm guessing that he's saving his voice and is not like doing that on tour. And I guess he's saving it for recording and stuff like that. And it's something that needs practice. 
you know you can't just like not shout for a while and then you'll be able to shout but you know i guess that he's saving his voice or something like that i don't know i'll i'll uh i can't i i would i would ask him if possible but <laughs> that's not possible so i hope that uh we'll find this out um why this is happening like the the, the management of his vocal efforts because uh, it still still works though like guys he'll um like the higher notes the higher pitched notes he will just uh like uh i'll uh i'll give you an example in a bit okay so this is uh, this is uh, you can find this easily the setlist anywhere else um, on uh, on setlist FM for instance and uh, but but this is true and I was taking notes in case in any case but and this this checks it this checks uh, checks out um, okay so this is the, so there's the an intro there's a third eye intro uh, and then there's anima anima is pretty much exactly the same everyone like goes insane the place is sold out it was sold out for ye ages which happens barely uh, uh, ever in portugal so like this was announced in november and by september by december it was uh, last year and by december it was sold out so it's insane and it was the last show of the tour and tool and tool shows in portugal are always great and uh and uh tool love playing portugal and there's a lot of tool fans over here obviously because uh huge like the biggest venue of the, of the country uh, is sold out has been sold out sold out in a month which is for portugal uh, really quick and um and anima goes down really well uh, awesome crowd is fired up and then they played the pot which is a catchy song uh, if you want to call tool catchy um and then you know getting all the there's no bad material guys so it's going to be awesome it's going to be awesome and they obviously are playing you know as well as they ever have and uh it's uh, and uh, i i would say that most people there had never seen Sue live you know so i i i, I would say I, I i would guess like that most people weren't there like 13 years ago 13 years ago 13 years difference it's insane um uh, at least half of them okay let's be let's be more conservative okay so like let's be more conservative something that i say never uh okay but um anima then you have the pot it's awesome really fun then they play the full version of parable because they cut it short uh i read uh during this uh this european tour uh but they played the full version of parable and then Par uh, parabola which is one of my favorite tool songs and it's amazing it's such as was anima um but um par parabola was great and beautiful and really well sung and but i started noticing that maynard wasn't hitting the distorted vo vo uh, voices uh, the voicings uh, the distorted uh, ways of of wasn't really shouting you know so just like which is fine though you know i fully understand that just tool makes a lot of noise guys so if you're going to falsetto in some bits or places you know it's fine you know it works anyway everyone's singing along anyway so it's fine um then uh, they played a new song that i only had heard online uh like a month before before this show i think which is called descending apparently i think um because all of these titles, I think Descending and, Invinci and Invincible are not official, 
I get. I think they're they're fan uh, fan attributed. Uh, the only official title is the album title, which is Fury Inoculum, which I forgot to say up top, but you already know. Because um, there's pl been plenty of news this week, and I totally forgot to do this intro. But uh, there's pl been plenty of news. Now they're up on you know streaming platforms, which is you know musicians play nothing. Uh, I mean musicians earn nothing from playing the playing for, for you playing songs like unless you're in the top 10 uh tier of spotify you don't get paid anything like there's musicians playing getting 20 cents a year for 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 stream uh, from <laughs> from streaming platforms it's ridiculous so uh i'm not really a big fan of streaming platforms but i guess that to, for tool now and for them to make a, a big thing out of it that a lot of people are going to listen to their records on streaming platforms because uh, they couldn't <laughs> and now they can so um again a parallelism a parallel there's a parallel here with the show so you can't for a, a long time and then you can so and when you can then there's a lot of people doing it so because so when there's a lot of people doing it they might go, go to the top of the of the stre uh, streaming platforms maybe because they made a thing out of it i don't know but i'm glad that they are they decided to take this step and i hope that they don't, they don't put the new record out on the so, so that people you know so that people can buy the record um i hope they don't put it up online uh at least immediately um so they can have some revenue you know because poor 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 tool guys <laughs> you know whatever i want them to have, to have all the money they want okay so um i certainly gave them my money uh, plenty of times okay so um especially with uh, that's a, by the way that's a good way of supporting your band you know if i uh, you know buying records obviously um it helps a lot but it's not the best way best the best way to support your band is to buy merch guys so um apparently i guess it depends on your business model but usually it is so merch is the place that bands get money from obviously apart from uh, if you can't book a band then at least buy their merch you know uh which you probably can't book book a band um to play but uh buy their merch and uh so because because buying music isn't necessarily the most important thing you can do for a musical artist so uh you know because uh, they don't get you know much money from from the cds they they put out anyway you know so they could get like you know a third of it or something or 10 percent or something um so anyway it depends on the business model, guys, but that's what I mean, like, generally, you know, buy, sh buy some shirts or buy some, I don't know, uh, buy stuff like that. Or special editions, that really helps, uh, I think. Uh, anyway, okay, so from uh, Descending, Descending was cool, but I don't think that Desc either Descending or Invincible are at least immediately... It's, it's a new direction... I don't think they're immediately gorgeous. I don't think they're immediately badass, and um, I'm curious to see how how long it will take to develop in terms of us getting accustomed. I I really like them, but I'm not so sure you know that I already love them. I it might need to you know, grow on me, you know, which is which is as I said before, kind of a common thing with Tool. Some stuff is immediate, like. 
for instance, Vicarious, like you listen, or Schism, obviously, uh, or and obviously like Sober and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, but uh, with the last album, Vicarious hit me immediately. Super loved it immediately. All the rest of the album, uh, you know. And then I ended up loving Jambi or Jambi, um, or and uh, Rosetta Sound, and, and you know, like all all, all those all those things. Okay, so the, from Descending we go to Schism. Schism is brilliant and super fantastic. Uh, and then I would say, and then it's Invisible again, the same thing, like a really long song, more beautifully sung. I'm not so sure that we're going to have a lot of shouting from Maynard on this record. And if you look at the uh, Perfect Circle, uh, uh, Perfect Circle. Um, uh, record the last one he's singing more and going less high pitched and you know stra less straining i guess less straining his voice i think is uh, an option and then there's uh, and then after uh, invincible we get uh, an old song with intolerance which i'd never listened to i never heard live um and that was refreshing and really cool and awesome oh they're playing intolerance wow and it still kicks ass fantastic um then jambi or jambi i'm not so sure how you you say this and uh it rocks and uh you know by then you can tell that you know this this is where you're at the ninth song and it's been like an hour and a half so you know so so because uh, tool songs are long but this is for tool fans so you guys already know and then they f uh, finish uh, the first half with uh, 46 and 2 46 and 2 obviously one of the best tool songs obviously um uh, if uh, it's going to be you know it's it's just an, an amazing beautiful song so it's always going to be awesome and uh, i for one you know i have a, currently have a back hernia and i can't really dance so much but um and i've spoken about this with uh, bill from mastodon that uh, about the way that you can dance to uh, odd time signatures and um you know you know and i remember being at the tool show in 2002 and i forgot to mention this and everyone was like around me was like just just you know listening at listening to the music like there was some moshing but barely um and most people are just like being cross-armed and just enjoying the music which is fine but i can i jump around in my place like vertically and um <laughs> or at least used to or and now i do the i kind of do the same thing because i can't strain my back with the jumping um because i have a lower back hernia as i said so i kind of like do the one step uh, the one-step uh, dance that Maynard does, but uh, in in rhythm, you know. So I guess that's how I enjoy music. Like I like dancing to odd time signatures. What you gonna do? And um, I remember Bill saying that. Well, you know, Macedon has a lot of old time signature uh, of uh, odd time old time signatures. Ye, ye old, <laughs> yeah, old time signature shop, and um, <laughs> and the. Um, uh, they have a lot of of odd time signatures and most of their fans don't really necessarily dance around too much which is normal uh, but and same thing with tool uh, but i do yes yes sir and i did all uh, and, uh, and i did as well and i remember 
this. Um, I've met Adrian Blue of King Crimson, and it's the one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And um, he's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And I remember that seeing King Crimson twice, like once in 2001 in Madrid, and in 2003 when, uh, three when I was living in Rome. And the Rome show was outdoors, and it was uh, during the day, and uh, or at least started early in during a. Uh, it was Italian summer in Rome, so it gets much like in Lisbon. It gets, it gets, uh, you know, in June, July, like you'll, you, it'll get uh, dark really late. So it was sunny still, and I remember, you know, jumping around to odd time signatures in King Crimson songs, and um, you know, landing on an. A da uh, uh, jumping during a silence and landing on the beat and I remember distinctly and I told Adrian Blue about this so this is on <laughs> you know this is this is uh, this this is recorded when I interviewed Adrian it's on the channel if you guys want to it's on the YouTube channel if you guys want to check it out but uh, I I, re I remember you know dancing to King Crimson songs and everybody was like not moving and I was dancing on my own like I'm not bothering anyone so I'm just jumping in my place and um and I remember, like, there's a part, there's a silence, and then there's, I jump, everyone's, like, static, I jump, and I land on the beat, and Adrian kind of gives me this smile, like, like, ooh, very well done, sir, <laughs> like, ooh, like, I like that, you know, <laughs> so, and I didn't imagine it, like, obviously, I didn't remember, but, uh, uh, but I, I, it was there, like, I jumped, and he just looked, he looked at me, and, like, we went, wow, cool so it's just like it's funny because because that's how and uh, i how i enjoy my prog dancing around yes true okay so after 46 and 2 back to the tool show there's uh, an intermission and then there's like this uh it's it's called cc trip which uh, and i think it's like this um this um the LSD dude guys, the the oh I forget, but it's the um, the one they feature on uh, Hoffman, yeah, uh, uh, they feature on uh, on um, like I th it was very similar to the Hoffman uh, tape they play or the excerpt uh, excerpt uh, the voice excerpt 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 they. Um, they play on on the record Anima, and it's very similar. It's called CC Trip, and it's I don't know. I guess it's the same. Um, I guess it's the same. It's very similar. Oh, by the way, I forgot. I forgot during the intermission, I saw something that I'd never seen. Okay, so it's not an encore, you know, because encores are lame. Who cares about encores anymore? They're made to make you, you know, artificially, artificially feel, uh, make you feel good. So it, if it's artificial, then it sucks. So um, or you know. <sighs> Let's be real for a minute. Okay, so, but guys need to, have been playing for a while, need to just, you know, chill for uh, 10 minutes. Uh, so there's, uh, once they get off stage after 46 and 2, there's a, the lasers are configured to show a timer that counts down with no explanation. Counts down, and it's a nice, you know, it's a nice little add-on to the whole thing. Like, you know, like the, 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 the lasers turn into a, uh, like a, a digital clock and it's counting down backwards. I mean, not counting down backwards would be up, <laughs> but it's counting down um, from 10 minutes or 12 minutes or something to zero. So it's counting down 
uh, it, it hits zero. The guys get back, back on stage again. They play while you know while the the thing um, while the thing. Oh, by the way, there's a drum solo somewhere. There's a drum solo somewhere. I totally forgot. It's not here, but there's a drum solo um, on the end of something. It might be this. I think that CC Trip is like the voice thing and then uh, Danny solos. That's what I think. But I'm not, I don't remember. But I, but, um, this was a month ago. Oh, shit. But he, 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 there's a solo. And there's also a Justin solo, a uh, bass solo. Um, but, um, it might be with Ions. Not so sure. I, I went there and I forgot. Now you're listening to this, but this doesn't matter really. There's some some there's some somewhere there's a drums uh, uh, drum solo somewhere there's a bass solo whatever. Like they're awesome and they're they're a lot of fun. So um, and it's very impressive because Danny is an amazing drummer. So yeah, but there's CC trip. There's Vicarious, and here's where the you know the the because the sound was amazing, guys. Like the sound was really really good this on this show and uh, it's not this venue is not the be the best sounding venue ever so tool were very loud but not loud as far as pinching your ears or, uh, or not pinching um perforating your ears or, or your eardrums and um or piercing your eardrums mm or perforating perforating was correct yes um yes <laughs> and uh maynard was uh but maynard did not hit the um they were very loud they sounded awesome but maynard did not hit the you know i carry usly i you know like uh world eyes it was kind of okay he went it kind of went like this like i'm doing because i'm recording this i don't want to shout um um vicarious uh goes to i guess this is an a i would say i haven't tested this but this is a high a or something um and um he has distortion and shouts and does not falsetto and that's exactly what i did you know like um i think he just like falsettoed it or barely even sung it really i th yeah so so it's just like it was kind of almost in the back so most most of the show he went like the, the higher notes he just did not just falsettoed them or the different versions of melodies which is fun because you're watching a live show and it's supposed to be different so and have and get different versions of all of that i don't mind at all if he's not doing exactly the same as on the record but with vicarious is like okay so and i was like oh this is one of the hardest things he's ever sung uh, let's see if we can manage the 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 because the, you have to hold the distortion for a long time, you know, um, um, much like you know singing the grudge you're going to it's it's even harder than the, the the scream on the grudge like so so he's singing the grudge okay so and I've seen this live and he always does this for the longest time and he holds the, the the screaming note of the of of uh of of the grudge um uh, seamlessly always he must have some sort of apparatus you know like some sort of delay or something but give or take it's like the the record i think the 2002 time that i saw them uh he really bellowed it out like he really really sung it really 
with a lot of strength but in the future like later versions on the other shows i think he held it more con more defensively because he'll fuck up his own voice really and uh this time obviously he didn't play the grudge so there's no terms of comparison but what i mean is that the, i think that the 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 the, the shouty climax of 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 vicarious is possibly even harder than the long 20 second scream of on the on the grudge uh so he avoided that and i think that's for the best like we want we want him to sing for much longer um if he will or not we'll we'll, we'll be here to find out but okay so after vicarious there's a tape called uh, ions um our ions yeah and then stink fist and this closed the show and uh and maynard basically as you know, like you probably know this, uh, they forbid everyone uh, from. Uh, they possibly do this in every show, so what I'm going to say is not very interesting. But um, they forbid everyone from shooting the show, like from taking out their phones, like in, in recording anything at all, which is great. Tool forbids you from from filming anything and from moshing, you know, uh, for the length of the show. Uh, but then by the by the last song. Maynard goes out, and this, as I said, this might, might happen in all of the shows, but like, you can take your f phones out and play with it, it in public now. Like, you can record everything you want about this song. And of course, it's Stink Fist, which is like a famous Tool song, and it's an old song, so who cares anymore? So they, you know, people want to film things, then they will. So suddenly, everyone was filming stink fist so that's exactly what you'll find on the social media uh you know at least uh most of it the most mo that's the most most social media posts will be about stink fist i guess because everyone takes their phones out and then like because you know they allow you know it's more pleasant when you're forbidden than you're allowed i guess not to make it sexual now and i guess you know <laughs> this is taking a turn but uh the um you know, Stink Fist, you know, I filmed the whole thing, but I was also not bothering anyone because I was up against a wall. So, uh, you know, um, there's, uh, I still managed to get really good footage and it's up on the, you know, on the Made of Things account on Instagram. So go check that out. It has a couple thousand views. So more than a couple of thousand views. It's nice more than a, more than more than thousands of views is millions it doesn't have millions of views it has more than a couple of thousand views which is nice i gladly welcome you know tool fans to our to our made of things uh umbrella <laughs> umbrella <laughs> anyway but yeah you're you you're allowed to film stink fist okay last last king crimson reference to close and this is why you shouldn't you know, there's plenty of reasons why you shouldn't record stuff on your phone. And there's a, only a couple of reasons that you should. The only th reason that I think you should record something on your phone is that, for instance, you are recording for someone that isn't able to be there. This happened to me this summer during a Grace Jones uh, um, show. And my dad uh, and my parents love Grace Jones. We grew up listening to Grace Jones and during car trips and stuff like that. And uh, Grace Jones was... Um, and, uh, and she was playing. She's 72, <laughs> playing a hell of a show to a point that I, I went like, oh, I'm going to record some of this. I mean, not... I mean... 
uh, not professionally, you know, just for my own, just so I can show my parents, you know, because it's uh, it's uh, that's that's an altruistic thing to do, and that's something that's a good motive, you know, for recording something. If you're just recording something to watch it later in the tiny screen that you're never really going to watch face it let's face it who who of us watches this like um you know then don't because you're ruining your own experience like if you're working as i am you know and recording a bit of the show and i try to keep this to like the first 10 minutes maybe five minutes so i don't bother anyone else with recording you know um if i'm recording something for social media and stuff like that uh it's my line of work so i need to and you'll get and you'll get good videos, you know, from 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 me for social media and stuff like that, and Instagram and stuff like that. Major things on Instagram. Late plug, fifteen minutes in, fantastic. And um, but yeah, and um, but uh, don't record uh, unless you're doing it for someone else or professionally, because you're never going to look at video. Uh, it's uh, or try to keep it down to like a, a song per set okay or something so that you don't have your phones up so but this the, my story little story and the short story was like i'd never seen king crimson i traveled to madrid i live in portugal i don't live in, in spain um and uh, i'm suddenly pissed off at you for some reason I, for no reason <laughs> for thinking that i was in spain i'm not i'm in portugal but so i drove we drove like with my friend of mine like who's not with us anymore uh, one of my best friends uh, who, who passed away a few years ago unfortunately uh it was his birthday last week so we're thinking of you and still um yeah and uh still always remember you and um but we he drove uh, we drove we took a bus actually because he had a he drove i didn't drive back then so we went to madrid to see king crimson so i said like fuck it i know that robert hates like you know uh cameras and recorders and stuff like that but i'm gonna take my recorder i'm gonna take i whatever and i'm going to take and i'm going to take a like a the like one of those cheap cameras that you can just uh you know disposable cameras that's what you call them so i took a disposable camera 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 <laughs> and uh immediately guys like on the second picture this is no flash obviously i'm not an animal uh but because <laughs> i'm not a i'm a i'm i'm a civilized human being so no flash no flashes at performers um but uh but no flash like someone just saw me it's a small venue it was like razzmatazz or something like obviously or no not razzmatazz razzmatazz in barcelona but it was like um club uh, i fucking forget it's a name of an it was oh shit i forgot it was in barcelona it was barcelona it was in madrid and it was uh, a name of another another uh, another city like budapest or something it was the name of another place uh it was not that the budapest it was something like this i don't remember i, I apologize i apologize for if you're span if you're from madrid and you know this but i don't i don't recall and i didn't look this up because i wasn't planning on speaking about this i wasn't planning i was planning about doing this this in like 10 minutes not in 50 minutes um and uh so apologies but it's fun you're speaking to you're you're not speaking to me but you're listening to me tell tool stories so i hope you enjoy it you know even if it's rambling on it's a lot of stuff to say so anyway i bring a 
camera and uh, bring a recorder and for the first I think two songs I'm extremely um, concerned with recording and extremely concerned with uh, taking f pictures of King Crimson and I'm not really there you know and this was a time way before s smartphones um, and the moment that the security guy says like no no the camera is staying with me and the recorder I'll give you after the show come pick it up you c you're obviously not allowed to record this and I'm like fair enough okay it's a bummer but then uh, like two minutes in I forget like oh okay now I'm really focusing and now I'm really enjoying this you know like because with 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 complicated music you need to focus you can't be like zoning out and be high or something like that like you need to be aware and the more sober you are and the more you let the mathematics of it all get into your brain then it's going to start messing with you and then it's going to really be impactful and meaningful and then the Crimson Show is one of the other shows that I was top three again, like top three ever. And I've seen a lot of fucking shows, guys. And it's, um, uh, you know, um, since I was 10. So, um, and professionally, obviously, doing this for 15 years. Um, and, um, you know, so I, I got it. Like, why are you wasting your time with certain bands, not all of the bands, obviously, but why are you wasting your time concerned with videos that you're never going to watch again, You and you're not paying to enjoy the music that is being performed for you by these amazing artists that are very hard to catch. So, especially King Crimson, especially Tool, you know, bands that you're going to see like three or four times, if at all in your lifetime um and um i've seen adrian four times but king which is incredible but and i've seen tool four times and i've seen maynard five times because uh, this includes uh, perfect circle and i've seen bob fripp oh i don't know i i saw king crimson three times <laughs> i forgot uh, the last one was in 2015 when they were on the show so that's another thing pat Mastelotto, guys i totally forgot this is the end of the show but like the, the tool review and general prog i guess is the name of the, <laughs> of the of name of the episode but guys if you like king crimson there's king crimson content on uh, on the the i on the podcast with pat Mastelotto three years ago four years ago almost in 2015 in brighton and um he was on the show awesome sh awesome chat awesome dude still keep in touch kind of you know every now and again there's like a message and dude's doing still playing with crimson awesome and uh adrian played um and i saw you know obviously saw bob fripp uncle bob uh i told that story and on the show okay go listen to that Go listen to that. It's it's up it's up online. It's easy. It's it's on this show. It's like it's on iTunes and it's on YouTube, uh, in the audio version. No video version of that though. It was still a podcast back then, back in 2015. It's only been a YouTube show, uh, uh, not a YouTube show, uh, a video show uh, since 2016. So uh, I didn't shoot, I didn't film the the um, the, the the Pat Masolato interview, the the King Crim one of the King, Crim King Crimson drummers, and uh, King Crimson drummers since '93. Three, ninety four, ninety three, like kind of a little before uh, Thrak. So, um, so the ninety four album. So. 
catch that there's uh, there's there are there are king crimson stories in that uh with um with bob fripp that whom i've never met and most likely never will but i've stood very close to him much the same way that I stood very close to Maynard when I was interviewing Danny. Talk about burying the leads. <laughs> but still, no, but you know, Maynard... Oh, by the way, tool guys, very t very tall. Danny, really tall. Adam, I saw passing by, very, uh, very tall. Um, Justin... I wouldn't. I don't remember. I think pretty tall as well. Maynard really tiny. Like uh, so, because Maynard was just like chilling um, with his cup of coffee backstage before I was interviewing um, Danny. And they're very serious about the whole. Th uh, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Interfering, uh, interference in their life. I guess. Like they're very cool. They're very nice. Danny is extremely nice. But, uh, you know, Maynard doesn't like to be bothered, I guess. So, so I think, like, because I, I never never spoke to him. But I didn't want to, before an interview, like, address Maynard. Because he might not enjoy that. You know, he might want to be left alone. Even if I'm already, you know, always nice. And the same thing with Bob Fripp. But more on that if you're going to listen to the episode. So, which is not as long as this one, guys. So if you stick around, there's a little, your little tip. There's a little reward for sticking around. And your reward is me loving you as well so and suddenly i woke up because it's i'm recording this at 5 48 in the morning for some reason and um and uh yeah uh, it's a it's been a long episode a lot of musings about tool but i think i got it out of my system and i finally and i think i made it worthwhile you know I think I made it worthwhile. I think there's some nuggets of, of goodness, enough enough nu enough nuggets of goodness on this episode to make you listen to it, even if it has no um, no guest. The guest was myself. The guest was you, and you're welcome into my home anytime you want. Well, you know, but you know, not necessarily anytime you want. Uh, this this episode, uh, if my if my home is made of things, then you're welcome to come into made of things. Often, plenty. <laughs> Bing. Ah, enough. That's enough. Bye, guys. Follow us on follow us on social media, whatever. Blah blah blah. And uh, please like this, share this, uh, listen to this. I hope you're a tool fan. Uh, and I hope you listen to good, good music and enjoy it and love it and reward it and reward yourself as well. Thank you so much. Bye. Kisses and hugs and shake your butt. Bye. Bye.